0: With AWB Contract Templates. Hello, hello, and welcome to Pause on the Play. This is Erica Corday, and it is amazing to see you here. This is where you are challenged to examine your beliefs. Question your predisposed notions and consider realities you are unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, and I am here to get the dialogue going. So today is our inaugural episode. I am so happy to be here and I want to tell you a little bit about exactly what it is that we do. Again, my name is Erica Corday and I am a coach consultant and I'm basically here to talk with you. And we're going to talk about the real shit. I like to go into uh, diversity and inclusion specifically because I like people to consider things outside of what they consider on a daily basis. What they think is normal because that is their normal. And to understand that the world is much bigger. The things to be considered are much bigger. And let's get in there and get conversation going to create connection to make real change. This is how you become the change that you want to see. So our first episode today. It is actually myself, and I have my guest India Jackson with me of India Jackson Artistry, and uh, she's a really good friend of mine, and we do a lot of work together in our business areas. She is a photographer. She creates brands. She basically takes imagery and makes magic with it. So you'll hear from her more, but today will be the first time you'll be introduced to her, and. Our talk is really going to go into a few different things. The beauty of what we do here on pause on the play is we like to go into a number of different things. And wherever we start the conversation kind of evolves on its own. And it's there that the magic happens. This is where you find that conversation is a very fluid thing that becomes its own entity. And there You begin to just go into these places and it just takes a life of its own. And that's really what I love about it. So part of our conversation today is going to go into things like fear and judgment, human authenticity, cancel culture, which is is a big thing. Um, And for those of you that don't know about it, we'll go into that and explain it to you a little bit more. We'll talk about, you know, kind of what your character looks like in moments of crisis, you know, showing your work in process and really just, again, going into great conversation and giving you some magic here. So we're going to get into it.
1: It is myself, Erica Corday, and India Jackson is joining me again today. Hey. So we have this happen regularly where we're in a conversation and then we will literally say, okay, stop. We need to be recording this because (laughs) we have these really good conversations that need to be shared with you guys. And we want to, have these be interactive. So we want you to be able to jump in. And today we were talking about how there is sometimes this lack of being willing to be authentic around where you are in conjunction with what you do. So for me as a coach, I think that, you know, in full transparency, like I'm not perfect. I have my own things that I am working on. I have a coach. You know, I think that we all have our things that we're working on. And I stand by that statement of um, you can't take anyone else any deeper than what you've gone. So I find that it's very important to be open and honest to say I have a level of empathy and understanding about where you are and how you're feeling because I've had it. While I can't say that I've walked in your shoes, I've walked in a very similar pair. So that gives a way to connect. And a lot of people struggle with that. So I want India to tell me a little bit of where she thinks people come from in being unable to admit what makes them imperfect.
2: Um, <laughs> I think it's interesting because I noticed that, well, first of all, for those of you that are chiming in for the first time, My business, India Jackson Artistry, we do branding photography as well as social media photography for businesses, personal brands, et cetera. Um, And a big part of that is evaluating how they want to be seen, um, whether it's how the business brand wants to be seen or how the individual brand wants to be seen, and then kind of storyboarding what we're gonna create to match that and to attract who they want to attract Um, but i think even in my industry it's interesting because you would think that photography again is all about capturing the true essence of something or someone Um, so there's that authenticity piece there however i find that even in my industry um, there's this fear and i don't know if it comes from external people meaning people who are not photographers or if it comes from the photography community in itself and so once you're in that community you have blind spots so to speak so your perception of what others think is skewed but I think that there can be this pressure to only post images or only use things that are your best to be heavily edited um, perfectly curated. And therefore, you know, even posting something as simple as a selfie from your cell phone, um, you have that fear that someone comes to your account for the first time. And that's what they judge you by is the worst picture that wasn't even like a photography job, you know. Um, I think that this may apply to the other business owners as well, where they like, I'm afraid to post anything because I don't have quality. So then everything that you post is so curated. Um, But then at what point are you still being authentic? Because we all take cell phone images. You know, we all have moments where we're not our best. Um, You know, in Erica's case of coaching, like there's still some things that you have to work on of coaching yourself. There's still some things that, you know, every industry runs into And I'm curious to hear your take on that, Erica, of like how do you be authentic um, and let go of that fear of the judgment when things aren't perfect um, (laughs) while still having balance of being professional?
1: I think the reality of it is is that when you hit the fear of judgment that you have to first address the fact that nobody else is going to judge you or is able to judge you as harshly as you judge yourself. So the fear comes more from your judgment of yourself than it does from anyone else. No one wants to be in a place of feeling judged, but I do think that there is something to be said about your character. If you are in a position that is challenging or difficult and what you do with it, you know, if you look at politicians or CEOs that are in places where, If something really goes wrong it's bad it's not like oh you know i ticked off a client they're mad they just won't come back like you know like years ago for example like you know uh exxon gas spills, like big stuff so when you're in a position of authority i think that it tells a lot about who you are and your character and what you do at those types of moments and Nobody is perfect. And as much as society nowadays is playing into this, what's called cancel culture, which is this, Oh, you did something wrong. You're canceled. I'm done with you forever. I don't think that one mistake is necessarily the end. I don't think that that's necessarily an indicator of your character across the board, hundred percent forever, particularly if you did something and you've grown since or you did it, and you realize, hey, I'm not that person anymore. I've learned. I've, you know, My mindset has shifted. The amount of knowledge that I have has shifted, and to be able to do that. So I think the double-edged sword in it is that people are afraid to be authentic because they're afraid to be canceled. They're afraid to be judged to a fault, to where they can never come back from the things that they've gone through. Because to me, it's not You know, the fact that, you know, oh, I fucked up. What do you do after you fucked up? Do you deflect? Do you make everyone else the problem? Do you now try to water it down and make it seem like it's not that bad? And before you know it, it has gotten way out of proportion because now the truth comes out and, you know, it's a lot bigger than what you really try to uh, uh, attend to. Or just the fact that you are just going to do everything possible to not have to have your come to Jesus come to universe, come to whoever you pray to or answer to or look to moment of, okay, I need to fix this. I need to work on this. Being a work in progress is not a problem. Denying the fact that you are a work in progress is. Mm. Wow. I (laughs) got on my soapbox for a minute.
2: No, but you are so right. I think that people are very afraid to show the work in progress. Um, And even on a more surface note, like I have people that are willing to have the curated image with the makeup and the hair and things like that, but then they struggle to show behind the scenes. And Mm -hmm. I think it's that work in progress concept. Um, You said a few words that stood out to me. You said mistake. Um, and I agree that people are afraid of making mistakes. They're afraid of people knowing their mistakes as well. Um, but I think that sometimes it doesn't even have to be a mistake. It could just be, you know, just being yourself. And, and being ourselves isn't always perfect or curated, you know? But, but part of what happens there is that,
1: and you could say misstep. You could say lapse in judgment oops you know you can put whatever term you want to the problem is that the the term mistake and whatever it can blanket apply to has become such a negative thing and the reality is is that it, are, it is it is these things that you do that aren't completely on point or aren't completely correct or aren't exactly maybe what you were looking for that allows you to learn it allows you to have a teachable moment because you know little kids don't learn how to walk because they don't fall down you know none of us learned how to read and write because we didn't you know not write that word perfect or didn't you know pronounce a word in in the wrong way but somehow as an adult a mistake has become a cardinal sin and there are some mistakes where it's like yeah that you, you 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 murder, like child molesting, like there's things where it's like, yeah, I don't know how you fix that. And I get those types of feelings around that. But the things that people are attaching such negativity and finality to is false. And it keeps you from being able to grow or learn or evolve because you have now decided, oh, that's the end. We're done. Finished. Cancel. Out of here. Mm-mm. That's how that works.
2: What stands out to me is the word polished, um, that people feel the need for everything that they do to be polished, but living in that fear of it not being polished as well. And I'm not sure if it's you know, outside, inside, it may be different dep- depending on the person and their situation. However, I've found that you know, the strong belief in perfection is being, like it's overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, the results that i'm finding for myself individually as well as the clients is that you know just showing up actually matters more than the perfection and people are slowly turning away from this perfect image just over polished entity um but it's not just overrated it's it's dangerous
1: because it like for women for example you put out this ideal of what we are quote unquote, I'm using air quotes, supposed or should look like. And the minute you don't, then there's always somebody that has something to say, or they attempt to in their own way devalue you, in which case you then have to deflect and say, you're not going to devalue me because I'm human, because I'm being who I am in this moment. Because, you know, if your hair is not perfect, if your makeup isn't perfect, if you are not the I- ideal weight, you know, your clothes, the way you speak, the things you say, it's not how that's supposed to go when it comes to you being real. And in business, everything is so curated. When you don't see the real, you have this idea. We are going to go back to something that we can't stand, this whole laptop on the beach thing. This, you <laughs> know, I, I look perfect at all times as I sit at my nice, neat, perfect desk. Girl, bye. That is not what that looks like all the time. So when you hit this place of everything being given in this pretty little cleaned up package with every little speck brushed off of it, then you make people feel as if they're not enough. You raise the bar to a standard that you are not holding up to. So when somehow life has become this thing that needs to be magazine perfect 24-7, 24-7, that's not real. Things are messy. Things are authentic, which means that they are going to look a way that might be challenging sometimes because life is challenging sometimes. It's going to be difficult. It's going to have its bumps. It's going to have its bruises. But you come out better when you're able to acknowledge the real. You can't go outside of that and think that, oh, I'm going to be good as I live in this little Stepford thing. That's not how that works this perfectly curated Instagram feed ain't real
2: fucking life. It's not. Um, You said something that stood out to me. I'm going to repeat it because I think it's important for the audience to take away. Perfection, I said is overrated, but perfection is not overrated. It's dangerous. When we live in a world where we try to convince people that everything is perfect, it can dramatically change people's perception of what's acceptable, what's normal, what's not. Um, And I look at my generation, the millennials, and say that, you know, we grew up in the beginnings of social media. You know, we grew up with technology and we grew up with this perfection kind of concept. And I'm just wondering as a coach for you, you know, your perspective on that, but I can say for me, I feel like social media and my clients and in my generation has generated a lot of fear, has generated a lot of um, a lack of self-love, self-acceptance, a lack of redemption and forgiveness because we have this unrealistic expectation that things need to be perfect, nothing is perfect. Um, And then also the other side of that is That when you're leading with this perfection perspective or on yourself or your business, um, from an outsider looking in where I'm looking to build relationships, I am looking to connect and not just network and be surface. I'm looking to go deep instead of wide. I don't trust you because I don't know what I'm getting when I'm not getting something curated. It feels fake to me. Yeah, I'm actually gonna
1: have you hold that and we're gonna come right back in the next episode with that, because that's a whole other thing that i <laughs> I can go on for a while with that one. Um, so we are actually gonna be right back. So the next episode is coming up, and we're gonna talk about what it looks like and can feel like to have that responsibility around this perception of perfection and how much of it is is helpful and hurtful and. We have conversations like this in the conversation workshop. I have conversations like this with clients and my ask all the things calls. My entire platform is built on being able to have conversations so that the things that allow you to think more diversely and inclusive about your world, your business, your life, that's what I'm here for.
0: See, I told you, I love it, right? Great conversation. And you really just get these little, you know, tooth bombs and just nuggets of knowledge out of it. Great everything. So if you love this, pause on the play. This is just one of the iterations of how I use conversation to create connection. The conversation workshop is another. This is a series where I talk with a guest, very similar to what I did today, about topics like diversity and inclusion within your marketing, or even creating diversity within wellness spaces. The difference is, is we also give you space to have a live Q&A with us so you can get support. These conversations are not complete without you. Hop on over to ericacorday.com. Check out the show notes for the information and links as well and register for the upcoming episode so you can get personalized support to further your growth. The conversations we have here are to normalize the challenging things and make them a part of your normal exchanges. This is how we remove stigma and create real change in connection, cross lines, and recreate boundaries to support, not separate. If you enjoyed this podcast, show me some love by subscribing, sharing it with a friend, or leaving us a review. Reviews are the fuel to keep the podcast engine going. Let's get more people dropping the veil and challenging their thoughts, feelings, and actions. Speaking of keeping it going, if you don't already follow and engage with us over on Instagram at Erica Corday, come on over there and do that. I really want to talk with you, so DM me and let's do this. I love being here and creating the bridge for you to walk over to become the change that you want to see. So join us next time and until then, keep the dialogue going. Bye.